Happy Friday, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Sticks and Stacks, presented by Monkey Knife Fight. I am Chris Meany, joined by Jen Piacenti, as always. One game in Major League Baseball today, a game five to talk about. Jen, happy Friday. What's going on? Hey, you know, I'm in a pretty good mood. As you guys may or may not know, I am a bit of an Astros fan. I know it's an unpopular position right now, but I'm pretty excited because I get to see more baseball from my boys. Your boys, yeah. And you and I were chatting before we came on, and I just find myself rooting for them, and I don't know, like, what does that say about me? (laughs) Like, (laughs) yes, I'm an Angels fan, and I've always been jealous of the talent in Houston and then the scandal. Uh, It's like, I want that team to do bad. But I think part of it is just, I, I really like... Sometimes I really like the underdog when everybody's against the team. I, I, I yeah. sometimes find myself rooting for that team, but I won't lie. I've just had a lot of success betting on the Astros in the postseason. Yeah. I've like up until what two games ago they were finally mm-hmm. favorites against the Athletics. They were underdogs mm-hmm. in all three games, and in, in the first two games against the Twins, they were underdogs in the first couple games against the Athletics. They were twelve to one to win the World Series, which you and I talked about on this very same show and before the season started. That that was terrific value to get in on yeah. a team who is still like has a ton of talent offensively. Yes. Uh, I I don't know, man. Like Carlos Correa, every time this guy goes yard, I just get fired up because he's talking trash, but he's backing it up. <laughs> the bullpen and the yeah. pitching is a little shaky, but their bats are it's hot suspect. right now. And that's what we needed. And, you know, and I think that's one of the things about a shortened season, again, that people started to, uh, you know, not realize. We're talking about now a June team. So everyone's been like, you know, the Astros didn't even finish 500. Okay, yeah. But in a 162-game season, we have, you know, peaks. We have valleys. We have all the ebb and flow. And in the end, it ends up being one thing. That's why we like to average out our stats. We're all stat heads. We're all nerds. It's awesome. But what we're talking about now is essentially a June team, right? So Astros are clicking finally. And we knew that if they were, they were going to be a juggernaut. And that's what's starting to happen. And I think what this is showing us is that I know a lot of people are very angry about the cheating and it was absolutely wrong. Um, But it, in my mind, it also shows it was even more sad because they never needed to. Mm -hmm. They always had the talent. And, And a lot of them have said that and I don't really think that they won a World Series because they cheated. That's obviously my take. But I think we're seeing here that the talent, they're rich with it. It's really there. And it's exciting to see them on the big stage again as a fan. It would obviously be way more impressive if they got it done this time around with no Verlander and, and Granky looking yeah. a little shaky. But yeah, Carlos Correa, 7 for 14, 3 bombs, 11 RBIs in the series against the Athletics. I have honestly bet them every single time that they played in the postseason. I have. And it's wow. been great odds. It's worked out the same as the Braves, which we'll get to in a little bit. Those are my teams that I've just I've been riding in the postseason. And hopefully can continue to, you know, rack up some dubs for some people. If you are just new to the show, welcome. What has taken you so long? The season is almost over, but we still appreciate you hanging out with us. If you are not new to monkeyknifefight.com, you head over there and you can get a free $5 for just signing up. And if you use that promo code STACKS, you will have your first deposit matched up to instantly up to $50. And it's not just baseball happening. I know the season is winding down, but we still have the NLDS to talk about, the ALDS, the World Series to talk about, and obviously all the sports you know across from everything from you know 
esports to golf to UFC to NASCAR, WNBA, and then, of course, the big four. Uh, hockey is done, but we'll be back soon. The NBA Finals, um, I mean, NBA could be wrapped up after this evening, but you can still get involved. And then, of course, football, which we'll talk about in a little bit. So head over to monkeyknifefight.com. Check it out. No salary caps, not fighting against a bunch of sharks. It's just you and the picks. And hopefully we'll give a few winners here. So before we get to the Braves and the Dodgers, which is already set, we do have one more game to talk about tonight. The winner, of course, will take on the Astros. And how cool. Honestly, again, I'm, I'm here for the storylines. I want to see Yankees and Astros. And, and, yeah. and don't get me wrong, like, the Astros are not the only team that have cheated. And if you think that, you're crazy to think that. Right. Because yeah. we've seen it with the Red Sox. The Yankees have been involved in a little bit of this. But I would mm-hmm. love to see Astros-Yankees and then Astros-Dodgers. I just think that that would just be must-watch TV. Uh, but nonetheless, the Yankees got to win one more game. Jen, we have Garrett Cole on the hill for yep. the Yankees, uh, who has never, ever made a major league start on fewer than the traditional four days of rest up against Tyler Glasnow. Uh, again, another pitcher here throwing on, you know, fewer two than days four rest. days rest. Yeah, two yeah. days rest. Less. Yeah, even less. And he's coming off a game where he was phenomenal against the Yankees and a Yankees team that struck out a postseason record 18 times. So he is just starting on two days rest. Uh, two former Pittsburgh Pirates pitchers going yeah. head-to-head today. Oh, uh, speaking of rest, the Pirates probably not getting any uh, seeing those two guys on the hill pitching in the in the postseason. What's your thoughts here on this game? It's a low total, 7.5. You can get the Yankees at mi- minus 149 at BetMGM. You can get the Rays at plus 138 on FanDuel, uh, 130 on DraftKings Sportsbook. W- what's your feeling on this game? My feeling on this game is that it will end up going the way of the Yankees. If you look at what's been happening in the postseason, the Yankees are batting 284, the Rays are batting 230. The Yankees have scored 45 postseason home runs, the Rays have scored 30. Yankees have 45 RBI, the Rays have 29. It's just that those bats are absolutely clicking. They're slugging. 544. Now, the Rays were better throughout the regular season, as we know. They ended up being the champs. But so much about baseball is momentum. And what we see now is we see a Yankees team that is fully healthy. You see Giancarlo Stanton. You see Aaron Judge. Behind that, you've got Clint Frazier. You've even got Brett Gardner, who somehow I don't know how he does it, but he's actually good in the postseason. Um, You've got Luke Voigt. You You just have so much depth there. And as long as they're clicking, I don't see those bats being silenced, especially by someone on only two days rest. If you compare Cole and Glass now, they're kind of similar. They're both high strikeout pitchers. They're both prone to the long ball. But Garrett Cole, I think, will be able to go a little bit longer, a little bit deeper into the game for the Yankees, which is going to get them a longer bridge before they get into their very talented bullpen. I think the only problem the Yankees are going to have is if Aaron Boone decides to micromanage this again, like the same way that he basically surrendered game two with just foolish decisions with that Debbie Garcia opener start I don't know what that business was about on the other side the Rays obviously they have a lot to fight for I think they'll still be you know good 
We know that Jimon Choi seems to own Garrett Cole for whatever reason. Randy Rosarina seems to be unstoppable. Who is this guy? Where did he come from? 12 hits in the postseason. Um, you know, the most runs in the postseason, the most hits in the postseason. Like, I don't know. And so, of course, anything can happen. But if I'm betting this game, I have to go the way of the Yankees and not to discount it. But success in the postseason, and we saw it with the Astros, and we saw it with the Twins. I think a little bit of that mojo carries over. Mm. Yeah, I, I think so too. Uh, you know, for for Cole, he's never. I can't. Be, I couldn't believe this looking into it. And credit ESPN. I didn't go through every single one of his starts in his career. Um, he's never pitched on short rest in 216 mm-hmm. career starts. Right. This is why they gave him $324 million. That's right. right? I mean, I'm sure uh-huh. he had in the back of his mind that this would be a possibility, that he would start on, on short rest. And for Glasnow, 93 pitches over five innings in game two, gave up the four runs, three hits, two homers by Stan, which you remember, which you mm-hmm. just alluded to. And then he struck out 10. I think the Yankees get it done, too. I, I picked them to win this series. I had a, a three-series parlay with the Braves and the Dodgers and the Yankees. I, I would hope – I would just want that to, to finish. I don't want to hedge here on, on Tampa. I'm just going to ride it out and go with the Yankees. I'm just – I'm unsure about the total. I want to I want to say Yankees and the under. You can get that at plus 342 at, at DraftKings Sportsbook. That's not bad, but seven and a half, yeah. like that's tough. And if they do, you know, get at glass now early – what do we see? Do we see Snell? Do we see yeah. that bullpen's pretty strong? We could potentially I, see that. My fear is if the Yankees get behind in this game, like it may be over for them. I don't know. I mean, I'm kind of feeling the over on this run total. Okay. Uh, yeah, I know. Because first of all, that's what we've seen. The ball has just been carrying mm-hmm. at Petco and in, you know, Dodgers Stadium. And I think that both of these pitchers on short rest, both of them prone to the long ball. I think the entire plan is just to get glass now, maybe through the first, I don't know, six, maybe, maybe through the rotation, maybe one time yeah, and then go to Snell. And I think they, you know, Tampa Bay likes to operate this way, but their bullpen hasn't been as good as they should be uh, versus the Yankees. They just haven't like Ryan Yarbrough's giving up long balls. Like I just feel like what could happen is both sides are tired Neither side is really built well for this because of the way they choose to use their pitching staff. I mean, Yankees have a problem, right? They went and paid this huge contract to Garrett Cole. That's a lot of weight to put on Garrett Cole's shoulders because let's look at it. Who do they have behind him? Jordan Montgomery? Tanaka's fine. But really, you're hanging everything on Garrett Cole winning every single start he has. And you need Garrett Cole to do this. And I think that's a problem with how the Yankees are structured. Conversely, Charlie Morton hasn't been as good for the Rays. Um, Snell has been pretty injured. But, you know, I think that they're planning to micromanage this game. And I think that's what's going to happen on both sides. And I think eventually the hitters are going to hit these pitchers. They don't have enough rest. Yeah, that's the one thing, too, that makes me think, you you know, you're you're dead on. Like the fact that they're both coming in on short rest – it could, there's usually some rust. There's evidence yeah. to say that when pitchers, especially for Glass now, like two days, are you kidding me? Like Two days. Uh, he could, it's you're right. Fair. I don't expect him to go through the rotation, meaning the lineup twice. It, and of the three pitchers, Garrett Cole, 
Glass now and Snell. Garrett Cole's given up the least home runs in the postseason, but it's still over two per nine innings. Yeah, and he's and he I mean, and that's on he, regular rest. Yeah, and you look at his <laughs> overall numbers this year and hit harder than ever. Fly ball rates, yeah. home home runs, like those were those were definitely definitely a thing for for Garrett Cole this season. So I could, I'm probably honestly going to stay away from the total. Yeah, I do too. lean under, <laughs> but uh, you you make some good points. And sometimes in these pitchers, like we said, when they come in on the short rest, they're just not as you know they're they're more. Sometimes they aid, they aim the ball more as opposed to just you know throwing it. Uh, if that makes any sense to you, uh, you know, we've heard, I've heard pitchers say that before, um, and even Cole has been on record to say that he has talked. He's he's reached out to some other pitchers to how to prepare their body. Um, you know, for short rest. So it will be an adjustment period. I have a little bit more faith in Cole than I do for Glass now. And Me even too. Snell, like, he was – he's been hot and cold all year. was great against the Jays, but I think the Yankees can could certainly get to him if they decide to go to him in, like, the second or the third inning. So you, it could be risky. But I do feel strong about the Yankees getting this done. Uh, so I, I suppose we'll side with them. What about Monkey Knife Fight? Seven and a half, the uh, strikeout total for yeah. – Cole and four and a half for glass now what's your thoughts there I'm actually taking the under on both of them and it's not because I don't think they can strike out but when you add together the short rest um, I really think that they're going to be going to the bullpens sooner so you know I, I don't think Cole will go no no don't get me wrong Cole's a workhorse he can pitch into the eighth inning normally and he can even dial up his a lot of times when he's at pitch 100 he can dial it up to 100 miles per hour he saves it this guy's an absolute horse but I three days rest I don't think they're going to be asking for that I think he may only go four innings and to strike out seven and a half and four innings more than seven is a lot on short rest so I'm taking the under on both um glass now I don't think they even intend to get him through more than two yeah I think that's an easy under I, I think, I think so too. Easy under, and and you already talked about the home run derby, or you know, there's another cool tool here um, at Monkey Knife Fight. It's actually a prop, the Hit Parade. So uh, if we could get five hits, uh, it'll be two times yeah. your payout. You, you in on okay. Troy? I think we have to go Stanton. We can do right? that. He took last night. Have to go twice. Stanton. Took him, yeah, took him yard twice for four RBI. Uh, we have to go Jimon Choi because he owns Cole. I think we have to go. You know, it's a toss-up. Do you go DJ LeMahieu because the guy's just so good, the most solid floor? He is the AL batting champ. He's fantastic. Or do you go Randy Rosarina because if you're not already singing his name to a sublime song, I don't know what's wrong with you. (laughs) I mean, this guy has been ridiculous. Yeah, he he really has been. Every time he, he, you know, he has a hit, I'm just like, oh, well, I got to move him up my uh, rank, my 2021 <laughs> rankings. I guess um, I don't try to take too much stock into postseason for the following year in my rankings, but he is certainly on my radar for sure. Yeah, uh, I agree. I think Lemayhu has got to go in there. I like the fact that he leads off. He can get another at bat potentially. You know, if if the Yankees do have their way with some of these short rested pitchers that Tampa is going to throw at them, maybe he can get to five plate appearances. Maybe maybe even get to six and. We'll definitely be on our way there. So check out monkeynightfight.com. Any questions, you can always hit us up. Let's talk about the NLDS. That is set in stone. It's going to be the Braves, their first, all oh, the NLCS. My my apologies. Um, first appearance since 2001. It's been a long time for this Braves team. You know, I have to go all the way back to like Tom Glavin and Smoltz and Maddox. Yeah. They've always been a strong team. But over the past few years, they just haven't been able to, to lock down that first series win. Um, opponents, they're just batting 212 
um, against the Bray against the Braves pitchers since September fifteenth. That's including postseason. A two point six four team ERA over seventeen outings. It's unbelievable. This is the pitching staff that easily got through Cincinnati and Miami back to back sweeps. A point nine two ERA over 49 innings and just five runs allowed. Pretty impressive, but now up against the Dodgers. I know the Dodgers are favored, and if you look at overall World Series odds, they're plus 160, Yankees plus 375, the Braves plus 425, the Astros 5-1, and then the Rays plus 525. Are you just going with the Dodgers here? I mean, I think from a – I look on the outside, and if you're a baseball fan, this is phenomenal. This series is mm-hmm. going to be fantastic. It really is. Mm-hmm. Like, no Mike Soroka. I understand. But the Braves still, like, Anderson has been great. They got Breed. Wright has got... Kyle Wright. Yeah, yeah, he had a great showing. I know if you look at his numbers overall, struggles with walks, gets lit up. But he is still a nice, young, promising pitcher. And his upside was on full display in the series against uh, Miami. So, do you lean Dodgers? Is there any way here that you can feel like there's a potential upset? Or do you think the series can go the distance? What's your original take on Dodgers-Braves? I think it's going to be Dodgers. I absolutely am so excited for the Braves. I love the matchup. But the idea that they can shut out the Dodgers the way they've been shutting out the Marlins and the Reds, I just can't buy it. The Dodgers are so, so deep. Um, The thing about the Braves pitching is it's been fantastic but it really ends right there with Kyle Wright, and that's already iffy. They need Soroka. If they had Soroka, I might be feeling really different about this, but I just don't think they're deep enough. And they have a great bullpen as well, but when we look over the Dodgers' side, we've got Bueller, Kershaw, May, and in addition to that, you have Julio Arias, and you haven't even gotten to Tony Gonsolin most of the time. And it just goes on. Gratterall, Jansen, it just, like, Trinan, it's just so stacked. And then when you turn it over to the hitters on the Dodgers' side, and don't get me wrong, the Braves' hitters are Again, phenomenal. I mean, Freddie Freeman has been a revelation this year. Ronald Acuna, even Dansby Swanson, Ozzy Aldi. It's just right. Travis Darno, this guy. Travis Darno, finally a huge prospect. Totally. Ozuna. I mean, it's just it's ridiculous. But I think they're just kind of one year out from winning this, if that makes sense. And the Dodgers have so much to fight for. The guys that are on the Dodgers bench would be starters on any other team, you know? Yeah. I mean, they don't even need Gavin Lux. Like, I know. <laughs> how does that happen? AJ Pollock, eh. You know, like, come on. This is it's ridiculous. So I think it has to be the Dodgers. I'm excited for the Braves, but I think when we start going to a five-game series, there's going to be some fatigue that sets in, and they're not going to quite end up. I think it could go more games. I think it could go to four or five. I don't think it'll be a sweep. So as somebody who has the Braves and the Astros as World Series futures, you're telling me that I need to hedge immediately on this Dodgers squad. I mean, only if the odds are good enough. You're right. They're not. That's the one thing. They're plus 160. They're they're favored. You, You know, you talk about losing before winning. I've always said that in sports, and it's actually just life in general. Like, you need to learn how to fail before you can succeed, and I think everybody has to go through it. You see it in all kinds of sports. I mean, the Tampa Bay Lightning just lost two years ago in the first round to Columbus. They play Columbus in the first round this year. They go on to win the Stanley Cup. The Dodgers have lost their fair share of World Series and big games over the past couple of years. Maybe it's their time. Maybe the Braves, a young squad, you know, Ian Anderson, a young rookie who has looked great. Now he's got to face this Dodgers team under the bright lights. Maybe it is a bit of a learning curve for some of the, you know, the young, you know, pitching staff and bats in that Braves lineup. 
I agree. It's really hard for me to to sit here and justify the Braves, but I'll, I'll be honest. I will probably be. That first game is on Monday. They'll be underdogs. I probably will be sprinkling a little bit of money on mm-hmm. on potential potential overs, even mm-hmm. though the Braves staff has been so good and the Dodgers staff has also been you know pretty darn good as well. But up and down, there's not a lot of holes in either of these teams' lineups. Like we there's could easily get uh, we could easily get double digit runs in maybe three of the five or six games, whatever it goes to. And I, and I I would like nothing more than for it to be the Braves. And in 2020, anything can happen. So I feel like even silly saying like, well, obviously it's the Dodgers because it's not obviously no, the Dodgers. Not. And this, we saw this last year with the Nationals. The Nationals won the World Series. Like that it still blows my mind. Anything can happen. Uh, but yeah, I have to go Dodgers here. I'm wondering though, you know, they're going to be in Arlington, correct? Yes. So I have seen that that does seem to suppress runs a little bit. It seems like yeah, that you've been park. saying that all year. You've been you've been dead on with that. And as good as these pitching staffs have been, I, I'm sure we probably will see we we could see some unders. But when I, I I think when maybe like it gets to a right or they throw a lefty in on the Braves, uh-huh. I, I think we that's could true. That's a good point. I'm just I'm just fascinated. I just like both that's of these teams point. a lot. I think they're I do too. Like their lineups are just as you mentioned, like Lux coming. Like come on, like it's just they have both teams have a lot of talent and a lot of just really young, bright players. So. It'll be a phenomenal series to watch. We'll touch on it again next week. On our way out, is there anything from you know football weekend you want to talk about? I've said it before, ftndaily.com, free article every single day on Monkey Knife Fight picks, given picks. Um, yesterday, not so good calling touchdowns. I had the David Montgomery one. I thought Ronald Jones' catch should have been a touchdown. didn't look like he got taught, uh, touched. rather. Uh, it was down at the one, and then Mike Evans just gets another, like, what, one-year touchdown. He seems Easy to uh, every single yeah. week get those. I got the Jimmy Grand touchdown. Nice, and what least. a grab that was yeah. from Jimmy, yeah. a little old school. It was nice. So, yeah. uh, I liked that. And and Tom Brady, uh, <laughs> how many times have you seen Tom Brady holding up the four? Four fingers. Today? Yeah, Jeez. four, four. Um, let's try to call four touchdowns between us. I'll start can. Okay. with a couple backs that I'll throw out there that I like in good spots. Okay. Um, Clyde Edwards-Solaire. I like against Vegas. They're really struggling Mm -hmm. against the run. Mike Davis, also the Falcons, really struggling against the run, against running backs who can catch, struggling altogether defensively. And then Zeke. I like Zeke. I mean, everyone wants to, you know, charge Dak and Cooper and CeeDee Lamb and Schultz and Gallup. There's lots of options there for Dak, but I think maybe Zeke finds the end zone. What do you think for this weekend? Who are some players that you think could? I think Zeke will definitely find the end zone. You're right on that. I think they're going to try to control that game from the beginning with the run. Uh, The other person I think gets into the end zone, there's a couple. Uh, James Robinson. Nice. Houston, absolute trash versus the run. James Robinson has been one of the most surprising revelations this year in the NFL. He has, I believe, no less than 14 touches per game. Maybe it's 17. It's a lot. <laughs> but he is the bell cow back, and I think he's going to take advantage of the Houston defense this week, and I think that's going to be a high-scoring game overall. I also think we're going to see touchdowns from um, Eric Ebron. I'm going to see a t- say a touchdown Ooh. for Eric Ebron versus Philadelphia. I know. That's a little bit more of a, of a dart throw. 
Uh, but I'm feeling it. Not that big, though, because if you look at the Eagles, they have struggled against tight And that's putting it lightly. I know George Kittle is a beast, but what did he have, 15 catches against them last week? Yeah. And then Higby had three touchdowns against them. And Ebron's snap count has been going up steadily. Last week he had seven targets. I feel like that Philadelphia just wants to give all the points they can to the tight end position. I think think he could do it this weekend. Hmm. All right. There it is. Give Jen a follow. Uh, tell the people what you're up to this weekend, next week, where they can check you out on Twitter. Uh, I'm at Fantasy Alarm, guys. And on Sunday morning, we're going to have a live stream for all your start sick questions. Myself and Howard Bender at 11 a.m. Eastern time. So feel free to type in if you have any NFL start sick questions. In the meantime, I'll be on Twitter at Jen Piacenti. You can also catch my podcast with Jerry Ferrara on uh, iTunes or Spotify. And it's called Waiver Wired with a D. And so, yeah, come have some fun with us. We're very interactive. So get involved at Fantasy Alarm. Get involved with Waiver Wired. And, yeah. You guys having some fun this week with the the Cowboys and the the Giants With the Giants. Yeah, but, like, he's he's like, I can't even look you in the eye and say that we're going to win because I just don't feel good. I'm trying to talk him out of benching Evan Ingram. He's so mad at Evan Ingram. I'm like, fine, but don't bench him this weekend. Come on, Jerry. Yeah, it might be a blow-up <laughs> game for, for Evan Ingram. I think he's coming off like 10 targets too, so it could yeah. be a potential blow-up game it's against time. the Cowboys. Yeah, everybody seems to be – it's historically bad in Dallas right now defensively. I think Dak is on pace for 6,700 yards, which is unbelievable. Peyton Manning it's, has a record at, what, 54? That's crazy. All he needs to do is average 300 yards per game to pass that. He passed for 500 and like four yards last week, and they still didn't win. So I guess the Dak can thank the defense for his uh, single handed, you know. domination of the fantasy quarterback position (laughs) (laughs) check out jen and jerry waiver wired that's fantastic stuff from that duo and also i love myself some howie bender as well so make sure you check out jen and howie myself uh, lots of stuff going at ftn again ftndaily.com check out the monkey knife fight tab free picks happening there there's going to be free nfl picks on the weekend our ftn prop shop and our ftn parlay calculator on ftnbets.com absolutely free to check out jeff Ratcliffe has this brand new FTN bets, FTN prop checker. It's Jeff, it's Jeff Ratcliffe's player prop tool looking at it right now. And I'm telling you right now, if you like player props, you just get lost for days in, in this. And he has some props that he likes, some props that he dislikes that he thinks are traps. Uh, so check it out. If you're just new to betting, uh, head over there, FTNbets.com. Use the promo code Meanie. It'll help you out. And I have a new show coming soon. Mean Street's going to be absolutely free on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, all those platforms. We're going to just check out a lot of the, the best um, – fantasy in- fantasy people in the industry so lots going on uh good luck tonight hopefully uh you take it down you enjoy the baseball game we'll be back next week talking about uh i guess just four teams left it's yeah it's really just it's kind of fun. flown by hasn't it yeah i know i'm so sad that it was so short but you know what the good news is it's going to be starting up again soon. <laughs> that is the good news. Like today is awesome because you get the baseball and then the NBA finals, yeah. NHL fans, awesome. free agent frenzies happening. There's just all kinds of stuff happening as a sports fan. And you're right. As soon as it's over, it's going to be back here uh, yep. pretty quickly. Uh, so we're not going anywhere. Uh, from Jen Piacenti, myself, Chris Meany. Have a great weekend. Talk to you soon.